Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hello, 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 and welcome to Rev with Rachel, where we recreate, enlighten, and vibrate in our radiance. I'm Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone, but please just call me Rachel. This episode is brought to you by the Rev with Rachel affiliate, source code meditation, and online education and meditation practice for awakening your higher brain and expressing your most radiant, authentic self. Go to the show notes for the link to sign up for and an enlightening webinar with the creator, Dr. Michael Cotton. Today's episode is called The Formula for Fulfillment with Rhonda Renee. Rhonda Renee has been called a modern-day mystic with x-ray vision for your soul. Rhonda is an international speaker, facilitator, time best-selling author, life fulfillment, and spiritual business mentor. Rhonda has the unique ability for making the mystical practical. Having learned that all the things we think will make us happy never quite seem to, Rhonda went on an intense inner exploration that led her to discovering her life's work of teaching people how to live, love, and work from their soul. As the creator of your divine navigation system, Rhonda teaches you how to align with your unique energetic soul signature, your divine coordinates, enabling you to Fully embrace your divine design and live a life of deep meaning, purpose, and satisfaction. Knowing that true success and fulfillment can only be found by living and working in alignment with your soul through her business in your soul program, Rhonda helps transformational entrepreneurs accelerate their purpose and profits by making sure they are running the business their soul wants them to, not the one they think they have to in order to make money. Oh, I love that. Rhonda, welcome to the show. Hi, Rachel. And do I call you Rhonda or Rhonda Renee? Oh, just Rhonda. Renee is Rhonda. like the last name. Yeah. Okay. I <laughs> yeah, just Rhonda. Yeah. But gosh, I love that. What um, your bio says about living the, the life your soul wants to instead of what we think, because mm. that's uh, really very true. And when we align with our soul, then we kind of know that stuff instead of living by our shoulds that we've been conditioned to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have tos, shoulds, supposed yeah. tos. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I hear big, you. Big burdens. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome to be here with you. I met you through eWomen Platinum. Uh, a couple of years I got to spend some time with you there. So that's been really fun. Yeah. It's wonderful to be connected in, in ways like that. Yeah. And so I love hearing people's story of transformation because usually people who are leading others in that direction um, have gone through something themselves. And would you share with our listeners kind of your own story around that? Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's um, what's coming to mind for me right now is a quote that I heard from Michael Beckwith years ago that um, says, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And so (laughs) like many of us who are in deep service to others, I have had a windy, bumpy hairpin turn kind of path. Uh Um, And I think like the biggest pivot point um, that's really pertinent to our conversation on fulfillment today is that, um, you know, I did everything I was supposed to, right? There's that word again. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I 
I went to school. I met a boy. I got married. We had kids. I had, had a great job, all that stuff. And that ended. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then it happened again and it was much briefer the second time. But, um, at the end of that, I kind of looked around and said, okay, people, I did everything that you told me to, mm-hmm. and this should all look really good and be really good. I had this fantastic job making more money than I ever had imagined that I would make. Um, I actually had multiple rental properties and the amazing friends, extraordinary children, Mm. And yet here I was right. Feeling empty and alone. And so I, I did, as you described, went on um, about a two year really kind of deep dive and I spent, spent a couple hundred thousand dollars, mm. um, which is not, not necessary, right? Like I got shortcuts for you now <laughs> because I did that, right? Like yeah. I, I invested in the most important thing in the world to me. And that was finding out who am I and what will fulfill me. Mm, And so that is the basis of, um, everything that I do today, because that, that formula is different for everyone. Yeah. And and you need to know yours, not follow someone else's. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so true. I love that. And what a powerful journey to be on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I still get, I still get to visit those ditches and things to learn more. Yeah. To serve yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, we're like onions and we start peeling back and then with all those expansions and contractions, you know, in the spiral cycles, and there's so many like dimensions to, to our being and what we're here to learn and to feel and to. Yeah, to absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's fun <laughs> to connect with people who hear that. <laughs> been there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it's kind of ridiculous. You know, the list of the, the, the list of things I haven't experienced is mm. quite short. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, when you look at that, the, the big things that people go through in life and my list is pretty, pretty small of what mm. I haven't been through. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's awesome to be here with you. So can you tell us a bit about your, the work you do with each other, with people? The work of divine navigation is the foundation for everything that I do. And, um, and it really was a gift from heaven. Um, there's no other way to describe it. Uh, it, it was given to me. It's not something that I sat down and said, okay, I want this to be like this. It taught me the entire way um, mm-hmm. that this is how the energies of our soul show up and interact with one another. And so that's the first step of divine navigation is, as you mentioned, identifying your unique energetic soul signature. And specifically, your divine coordinates are that that set of energies that is only living and breathing in you. Um, Even if someone has very similar divine coordinates to someone else, even if they were exactly the same, your own life experiences and, um, and talents and gifts are going to have them expressed differently. And the way that I see it is that you're here because you have a specific healing that you are meant to share with the rest of humanity. Everyone, that energy was needed here. And so you came. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so knowing what that is, you're able to bring that into consciousness, right? Because they are absolutely present with you already. 
accept that there's so much the fabric of who you are that you cannot identify them yourself. You're too close to, mm-hmm. to the picture <laughs> to see the whole perspective. And when you embody those energies, then the actions that you choose to take are going to be an extension of those energies. And literally who you are then changes every room that you walk into and every person you interact with, whether or not you choose to have a business specifically expressing those coordinates, which is what the business in your soul is about, is taking the information we learn in the, in the core work with your divine coordinates and then designing your business around that so that it's a full expression of you, you're still able to make your contribution in that very next room you walk into, mm-hmm. which is the purpose for me. Like, that's what gets me going. It's like, oh, you're here. So you have something important that we need. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know what that is because I want it. Because if you're supposed to be here and we cross paths, <laughs> I want some of that. I love that. And then with the divine navigation, so that's an extension of learning about the coordinates? Yeah, divine navigation is what's going to happen um, once you have your coordinates. That's where you learn how to use them to navigate your life, right? So at, okay. at every turn, you know what's best for you. Oh, very cool. There's a level of self-trust that comes from that. You're not looking for someone else to tell you what's best for you anymore. Oh, You're right. very free of those expectations that come up, those have to, supposed tos, and shoulds, mm-hmm. um, become, I want to say, irrelevant because, you know, as we really reach mastery, they do become irrelevant. But to start with, they at least become much quieter <laughs> and you're not as swayed by them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or spreading yourself too thin or saying yes when you really should say, or I shouldn't say should, but <laughs> but yeah. say yes when your soul is like, no, don't. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's the other thing is you, of knowing what's right for you. You know, when you use your divine coordinates as a filter for the choices that you make, mm-hmm. um, you know, that is what we call divine alignment. So in the three phases of divine navigation, first of all, it's knowing your divine coordinates, learning how they work, um, how they've been showing up in your life because they already have, they're, they're there with you. It's just that they tend to leak out in ways that actually, I kind of joke that it's like a two-year-old having a temper tantrum. Mm-hmm. They, they kind of come out in ways that don't really serve us and sometimes downright sabotage us. So yeah. being conscious of them, you can use them um, in the way that they're designed to be used in their proper role. And so you got to know how that all works. And when you do that, there's this level of self-acceptance that is just, most people have never experienced before. Like this just deep surrender into exactly who you're designed as and letting go of everything else. And then by, by taking that information and making your choices around that, that moves you into divine alignment. And that is where you are now making your choices with that filter and also your divine coordinates at, at some point when they're fully activated, they start setting things up in your life and creating opportunities and synchronicities where um, you don't have to drive the bus anymore. Mm-hmm. They're driving the bus. And suddenly, you know, my favorite phrase from clients is, you don't believe what's happened. Like I've heard that more times than I can count. It is my favorite thing to hear because that's when I know their coordinates are really alive in their life. That's cool. 
And what has been significant for me around that is even when I don't know the why or why something is really going on, I, you can kind of trust anyway that it's working out just right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but in, until you hit that bedrock of knowing who you are, it's really hard to have that trust. Yeah. That's one thing we talk about conceptually, but that, that felt sense and experience is something a lot of us have not had yet. Mm-hmm. Or even the language around it. I mean, you're using language today that I think a lot of people, I mean, I wasn't raised in this kind of concept and you're even using phrases in a new way that I haven't heard it. I can, I can hear what you're saying, you know, and to, to, for people to kind of know that this is possible and that there's a different way to kind of live and be and experience life Mm. and to, to, um, like that alignment where you're, you're living and it's just purposeful and it's not really about you. It's about something bigger. Yeah. Gosh. And you just makes me so happy to hear you say those words, <laughs> reflect those words back to me. I'm like, yes, that's the world I want to live in. You know? <laughs> and not just for me, like I want that for everybody. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Cause it's so amazing to connect with people who are um, kind of free in that. Yeah, you can feel it. Like there's a safety in the presence of someone who, you know, does know who they are and Mm -hmm. is embodied in that. And regardless of their, whether there's any agreement on, um, you know, the beliefs or opinions or anything like that, there's a safety because um, there's a containment with that person. They're not projecting out on you. They're not um, forcing anything on you. They're just being Again, the word presence is what's so um, accurate in, in that situation. And we all can just relax into ourselves a bit more when we're mm. around people like that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So true. And so our, our show today is on fulfillment. And can you talk a little bit more about, you know, fulfillment and what what is possible around fulfillment? Mm. Yeah, I can. I have so much to say about that, and um, <laughs> and I'm kind of a I'm kind of a word uh, a word junkie. <laughs> like I'm, cool. I love words. Um, I'm <laughs> surrounded by hun- literally hundreds. I don't know. There may even be a thousand books in this house. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I've gotten rid of a lot of them, but that might be fun to count one day, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it, it's it's something that when you look at. Um, the structure of the word, right? And the definition of the word. Um, The first definition in the dictionary is the way that we all think of it societally. And that is that it's the achievement of something desired, promised, or predicted. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's what we usually think about. And that is what I call externally referenced. Right? That's an outside achievement of something out there. Desired a desire doesn't live within you. It's separate from you, right? Mm -hmm. It may be two feet in front of you. It may be 20 miles away because you feel the fact that it is not currently here, Mm -hmm. right? So that's kind of a trap because fulfillment to me is filled to full from the inside. Mm -hmm. So when you look at the next definition in the dictionary of fulfillment, it is satisfaction or happiness as a result of fully developing one's abilities or character. Mm. Very different 
Yeah. Think of I'm it. actually surprised the dictionary has that definition. Now. Right? I was too. <laughs> but we're I, not I, taught I, that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a word junkie, so I I absolutely look. You know, cool. and, and that's what I call being internally sourced. Right. Mm-hmm. So the first thing to understand is that fulfillment, true fulfillment, is always internally sourced rather than externally referenced. Mm-hmm. And we can actually break down the word fulfillment, right? And look at the word full, which means containing or holding as much as, or as many as possible, having no empty space. And so when, um, you know, when working pe- with people, even pre-identifying your divine coordinates, that having no empty space is the first thing we work on in the sense of your presence, and, and having uh, an ability to really get into your body and take up all your own space energetically. Because mm-hmm. most of us are, if we're in our bodies at all, we're, we have this thin little wispy line and it can feel like we're a leaf blowing around in the wind. Where when you learn to expand that and take up all the space in your body and even into your energetic field, because your aura goes 50 feet outside of your body and your soul is 500 feet Mm -hmm. so we want to take up all that space we want to be full of ourselves and isn't that funny like people say don't be full of yourself (laughs) who else would I want to be full of (laughs) no one right (laughs) right and then the other again going to the dictionary that second definition of full is not lacking or omitting anything complete Mm-hmm. So when you think about your divine design, you are not lacking or omitting anything, right? When you're really stepping into that, because there's an India Ari song. It's old. It's one of my favorites. I think it's called I Choose. But here's the line that I love. I know my creator didn't make no mistakes on me. And how many of us can really walk through life and say we really know that in our bones, that the way we are designed, because we have fully embraced the way we were actually designed, mm-hmm. not who we think we have to be, we're connected to that. We're embodied in that. And we have that deep sense of knowing. Mm-hmm. Super wow. important. Oh, yeah. And then fill, right? If we're breaking down the word full, fill meant. Um, fill means become full of. <laughs> or cause someone quote unquote to have an intense experience of an emotion or feeling so again we need to be in our bodies completely filled up right be full i should say and then that fill is being aware of the sensations that move through your body because that is a compass and the divine coordinates actually live in the part of your body that has more neurons than even your brain and that is in the gut in the solar plexus Mm-hmm. There's more neurons below your chin <laughs> than there is above. Yeah, isn't that wild? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yep. And, and so when you do have that filling, you become, uh, the other part of the definition, an overwhelming presence in. We talked about presence. There it is again. Mm-hmm. And then meant means expressing the means. So you're full of yourself. You have this filling that's continually going on with the sensations of your body, checking in with that compass, and then you can express all of that. That's what fulfillment is. Oh my gosh. 
Rhonda, you've got such a rich and deep way of, of moving and speaking through this. I love it. Thank you. So when I bring that all together, the, the full definition that I've given fulfillment is the complete presence, expression, and experience of one's abilities, desires, and character in alignment with what is most meaningful to your true self. Beautiful. Will you read that or say that one more time? Yeah, absolutely. The complete presence, expression, and experience of one's abilities, desires, and character in alignment with what is most meaningful to your true self. I just wanted our listeners to kind of hear that again and feel feel that that potential in there because there's so many people running around that are, um, you know, just seem dissatisfied, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's in their work or just the stress or the, how busy it can be at home. I'm around a lot of families, you know, cause I have younger children and, um, it can, life can be experienced and lived in a different way from that. And your whole, in your, your circumstances of your life don't actually have to change. This is the other interesting thing. A lot of people, um, you know, they do have a dissatisfaction when they come um, to us, they find the work of divine navigation. However, they're, you know, magnetized to the work at the right time. Um, life looks good, right? Just like mine did. And they actually feel oftentimes guilty that they're not satisfied with what they have, because this is what's supposed to be what my life looked like. Mm-hmm. you know? And, um, so the instinct is to think we need to change something externally to find that fulfillment. And that is not necessarily the case. Your none of your life has to change for your whole life to change because your experience of yourself is changing, mm-hmm. right? The experience you're having of you in that state of being, you know, even just moving through the world, not changing things on the outside, but moving through the world based on what's meaningful to you aligned with your soul's deepest desires and then the outside can rearrange itself like we don't have to do that part Mm -hmm. it's that internal landscape that we're in charge of and then the outside will rearrange itself oh that is so true it's it's kind of it can't I mean it can rearrange and yet it can be really just a difference or a change in how we are perceiving our life and experiencing life like for me it, it was I was kind of perceiving having young children as overwhelming and stressful, but now I'm just present with them and I see it as beautiful. And when I'm with them, there's nothing else I need to do or worry about is just being present. And then, and then that's where the fun is and the spontaneity and um, the creativity. Absolutely. Because you're responding in each moment and being present with what is and how many times are we, are we moving through life and we're not actually in the moment that we're in? We're mm-hmm. thinking about what we have to do next or we're thinking about a conversation we had yesterday that we're still angry about. Oh, yeah. We're worried about what's going to happen next month. You know, do we, have our, do we have our mortgage payment or, you know, yeah. the trip we're going to take that we don't know how we're going to afford or, you know, any of those scenarios right. that take us out of this very moment. Yeah, and that's where fulfillment and, and joy and satisfaction live. They don't live anywhere else. 
Yeah. And that was really uh, my own personal, um, like the biggest impact on my spiritual growth was really that awareness of always coming back to the present moment and not thinking or ruminating about past stuff or thinking about the future and just coming to that present moment. Um, it's very transformative. Yeah, it makes all the difference. And, and even, you know, when people talk about being in the now, mm-hmm. you know, being in that moment, um, the getting into the body part is the piece that's usually missing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are just saying, like, be in the moment. But the fact of the matter is, is you can't actually be in the moment until you're anchored in your body. Mm-hmm. So there's two questions um, that we have everybody work with to start off. It's actually part of my 21 Days to Energetic Success course that everyone does before they identify their divine coordinates because the more in your body and in the moment you are, the easier that identification is. Like we can still get the job done, <laughs> but it's a lot easier if you've prepared yourself ahead of time. So we give you the tools to do that. Um, but the first question is, where am I? Which is a weird question. But when I ask that question, what I'm asking you to do is to look for your awareness. Look for that consciousness, the part of you that watches you, that it can be anywhere. Like we could literally send it to the Sahara right now. And suddenly you're seeing, you know, lions and brush and, you know, immediately that's your consciousness just went (laughs) to Mm -hmm. to Africa Mm -hmm. where when we learn how to bring that into the body, specifically into your core in the solar plexus, your, your pace of identification and individuation, then we we're in the body. So when we ask the question, where am I? We're, we're looking to make sure, you know, that my awareness isn't in the other room or sitting on my right shoulder, that it's really anchored in my body. And when you get practiced at that, it's not the easiest thing to do the first time. Then you ask the question, when am I? And that is when, as we were talking about earlier, we make sure that we're not thinking about something from yesterday or worried about next week, but we're literally aware Mm. in this moment, you know, of the sun coming through the window or of the cookies that we smell (laughs) that are baking downstairs Mm. or, you know, our children laughing, right? Like all of that's really that sensory in the moment experience, but without being in the body, you really don't get that. Mm-hmm. You really can't be in the moment. So that's a key piece that I, I feel like is missing when a lot of people are talking about, you know, being in the moment, being yeah. present. Yeah. Oh, that's very uh, important to know. I, I love your approach and your tools. There's just such depth. And um, I can see that you're just enriching people in such a profound way. And I just want to thank you and honor you for being you right now because I just... I love how you are expressing yourself. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So let's talk about your formula for fulfillment. Well, we've already been talking about it, which is what's so cool, right? Because (laughs) because the first two pieces of the formula have to do with alignment and presence. And um, and it's actually like a, a fraction, you know, like a division. So alignment, your alignment is actually divided by your presence. So no matter if you know your alignment, if you're not present, you diminish that alignment and what it can do for you. So alignment for me is always about knowing what your divine coordinates are. 
getting them activated in your life and then making your choices around that. And the way we make that possible is to first teach these presence practices. Mm-hmm. So that's the very first part of the equation. You got to be in the moment and you got to know what's really aligned for your soul. Then the next part of it is to understand that anything that you desire is actually having to do with the experience that you believe it's going to give you. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember uh, several years back, I was speaking at the Oregon Women's Conference and um, you know asked asked the audience, you know, what did they, what is it that they wanted? And um, one woman's example was she wanted a house on the beach. And when we dug deeper underneath, she wanted a house on the beach because she imagined herself walking on the beach and being peaceful. Mm. But you don't need a house on the beach in order to be peaceful. You just need to know how to create an experience of peace right? Because she could sit in a chair and be peaceful. She doesn't need the ocean. It's nice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But but yet, if we are always waiting for the outside world to line up before we can get that full experience of ourselves, we're going to be waiting a long time because the external world is only a reflection of our internal world. Mm -hmm. So experience and, and going after experience over things is the next part of the formula. Then we have something that I call the emergence cycle. And that's much more in depth than I can really go into today, but here's the shorthand version of it. It's basically your own personal evolution and your healing. Because when we go all the way back to the beginning of the formula with alignment, your divine coordinates are the energies that your soul wanted to express and experience. But the thing is that if you think about it, the way we learn about certain things is in their absence. So one of my divine coordinates is empowerment, which is actually quite a rare energy. Like it's a word that gets used a lot, but it's actually rarely a divine coordinate. Mm. That means that I have spent a fair amount of time in disempowerment because my job is to learn how to bring the energy of empowerment to myself to then share it with the world. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm giving it, but because I'm being it. I'm, I'm the living example of it. And so the evolution that I had to go through and the healing that I had to go through, that's all part of the emergent cycle of how you move through the energies of your divine coordinates to um, basically ascend the vibrational spectrum of your own energies. And that emergent cycle also can be used. Even if you don't have your divine coordinates, you can use the emergent cycle to move through any challenge, absolutely any challenge. And then the final piece of the fulfillment formula is sharing all of this. Sometimes that's in an active role, you know, like you and I get to do. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times, even though this is what I do for work, I do it and don't get paid for it, (laughs) right? Like, because... Because I can't help but be me. Once you're in alignment and you're just being it, it happens everywhere you go. And I just got an email a couple of weeks ago from a gal I met when I did a speaking engagement in Australia last fall. And um, she had asked me to speak at a retreat in Bali. And the energy was feeling off to me. So I asked to talk to her before we kept the date on the calendar and everything. And um, and I kind of called her out on her alignment. Like I couldn't help it <laughs> because I'm being me. And at the time I thought, oh gosh, what am I doing? And, um, 
and within a week I got a message from her, right? She didn't pay me uh-huh. <laughs> anything. I still just gave my gift of my divine coordinates because I'm being me and I can't help but be me. And she came back and said, you're absolutely right. This is not the right direction for me. Um, I'm changing it all, you know, thank you. And mm-hmm. I didn't get paid for that. Right. So I'm still going to share that. And that's why I say like, it isn't just about what you do for work or how you make your living. Right. Yeah. It's who you're being in the world. Um, that's going to make that difference. And so when you put all that together, alignment and presence, your experiences that you're, that you're working toward and, and having your own evolution and healing, you share all that, that's fulfillment. Oh my gosh. I love that. What a beautiful way to explain that. That's awesome. We have a cool equation too. There's literally like a mathematical equation that I came up with. Uh-huh. <laughs> that illustrates this, that we can uh, share with everybody. Yeah, we'll put that in the show notes. We'll put a link to the uh, formula for fulfillment from Rhonda. Rhonda. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. And I can also um, uh, share the emergence cycle too. That would be, okay. that's something people can use immediately to work through any challenge. Oh, it cool. Anything. I, I am looking forward to reading that and looking more into the work you're doing. It sounds amazing. Thank you. I feel very, I feel very blessed um, to have discovered this. Yeah, it's cool. It, your, your description and your speaking about it just makes me smile. I'm sitting here smiling. You can't see me right now, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I me love too. It. I'm smiling too. <laughs> it, it does. It does bring me so much joy uh-huh. um, to be able to point people, you know, in the direction to say, yeah, that's, that's, that's where it is. That's where you are. That's where your fulfillment is. Exactly. And any final comment on fulfillment or anything else you want to leave the listeners with? You know, we've been very extensive. Um, I went much deeper, um, you know, into into more training, um, but it just, the energy was right there. But I would say, you know, if there's one thing to practice with, um, you know, if I never get to touch your life again, is to remember the distinction between externally referenced and internally sourced and whenever you rely on your internal sourcing you are going to get much closer to your fulfillment there is there is no thing that exists that's going to fill that hole in your soul only you can do that wow I'm still smiling Because you just speak and uh, radiate such truth. And so I just I love that, Rhonda. Thank you. I'm going to tell you a funny little thing. So you yeah. just picked up on my divine coordinates because the north coordinate for me, which is the, the direction of spirit, is truth. Mm. And so that's exactly what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Like when, and you know your coordinates are activated when people start saying your words back to you. Oh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Good to know, too. You picked up on my signal. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) You are expressing your coordinates today. (laughs) It's a good day, then. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So if any of our listeners want to connect with you to learn more about this, because I know you're using a lot of words that are probably new for a lot of people, how how can they do that? Yeah. So divinenavigation.com, and divine is D-I-V-I-N-E navigation.com and we'll put a little bundle together um, for your listeners. So um, we'll put that at divine slash rev up. 
since okay. your show has that in the title. Um, and I will put the, um, the, the actual equation right on that page. So you don't even have to opt in to get that. Um, but we will give you some other gifts too um, with the emergent cycle. And I actually have an introductory training to the fulfillment formula um, that I'm happy to share as well. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much for doing that. I hope the listeners check it out because it sounds amazing. I hope they'll enjoy it. You're welcome. Thank you, Rhonda. It's been awesome to connect with you and, uh, you know, to learn more about you're doing what you're doing and how, like, I love just hearing people who are like, so like-minded to myself, but have Mm -hmm. such a neat way of um, sharing truth. Like you were talking about. We are definitely on the same team. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Go Rhonda and Rachel. Right. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. My pleasure. Listeners, if you'd like to stay connected and get updates for Rev with Rachel, please go to www.drrachelw.com, enter your name and email, and I'll send you Rachel's Nine Happiness and Healing Essentials, which talks about some of my favorite healing tools. And my book, Radiantly Free, Recreating Life and Health from the Radiance of You, is now on Amazon. Check it out. Uh, We'll just, you know, my hope is that it helps you heal from the inside out and to live from your true self. And I also have an app that will support you on your journey to inner healing and radiance. It's free to download. There's some uh, free meditation timer, and you can also subscribe for more features, including my daily recreators, power words for retraining your mind and recreating your brain, and get special push notifications from me with quotes and other messages for your healing journey. For the links to download and subscribe, you can go to www.rachelapp.com. With that, remember to rev, recreate, enlighten, and vibrate. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, be love. This is the EWN Podcast Network.